0: It's so bad. <laughs> you don't like my song? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. How you doing? And welcome to You Don't Even Know. I'm Josiah Brainerd. I'm Jordan Brainerd. I'm Justin Brainerd. And we have two guests tonight. Returning back from,
1: um, I don't know, 30 episodes ago or something, we have one of our brother's Jacob Brainerd. Say hello. 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 And a new guest. We have
0: the VP of sales from Vertical Computers, Brian Gillette. Yes, yes. Hello. There he is. That's his name. That's his voice.
2: Get used to it. Yeah. Accept it.
1: (laughs) And tonight is a Bit of a different episode if you were expecting the usual
0: hilarious comedy podcast. No, no. Tune out. Yeah. It's, we're <laughs> down to the nitty gritty, the serious stuff. Today, we're having a battle royale of epic proportions. Other people might call it uh, a debate. But <laughs> but, b- but, but, but they, don't have, s- they don't have Justin. Yeah, Justin's it's, not on their team. Yep. It's a death match. Mm-hmm. Celebrity death match. Yeah. Desk match. Desk match. <laughs> I was told this was going to be quite lighthearted before I... This is lighthearted. <laughs> that's that's true. That is what I told Brian to get him on the show. I said, no, no, it's lighthearted. No, it's, it's a super... comedy podcast. Everybody, everybody just love and friendship. I'm sure we'll throw some Skittles in the air and it'll be a guest. And now Brian <laughs> is staring at Justin
1: wearing boxing gloves. <laughs>
0: yeah. So everybody lace up for the first and possibly only YDEC <laughs> Deathmatch sales versus advertising so what i I would like to do really quick is give brian the floor for a few minutes to you know talk about your you know credentials and why you are the expert of your field and you know a bit about what you do and how you do it why i'm allowed to debate about why sales is
2: good yeah you know okay prove yourself before you take the floor sure sure well all right uh (laughs) Uh, my name is Brian. I've oh. been a salesperson. Hi, Brian. For um, nice for I don't know eight eight years or so, okay. um, on and off in professional sales. I've gone through many different types of sales. Started at kind of door to door, ice cold sales selling uh, catering for a Mexican restaurant. Nice, you were like the taco cart guy. Kind of, sure. Nice. White telco cart guy. Yeah. Um, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I I did that. I did that for some time. Do you want metrics? Do you want to know how much money I made or no? No. Okay, good. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Because I signed an NDA. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys want this? You can't have it. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I sold uh, TVs, sold houses. Um, I was on an uptick and then started selling TVs again. Uh, You know, now I sell I sold the very expensive business loans. Yeah. Now we sell IT services and things. Nice. Uh, there you go. Cool. That, <laughs> that, that, I, I'm
0: satisfied. Good. So I guess my question for you that I would like to know about is why,
1: like, how do I phrase it? I can't think of a good way to phrase this question. Like, why are you, what's interesting about why, the way you do what you
0: do,
2: you know? Oh, Sure. Uh, well, sales in general is a very, uh, a very bitter subject for the average buyer, uh, and there's kind of an internal struggle between the salesperson and the person buying uh, that has naturally been very negative. Um, the my sales process and m- comes from my sales training, and then just from years and years of people rejecting me, I've honed the ability to actually make it a symbiotic experience. But I do that by uh, making the sales process really about the person who's buying and trusting that if there is not a sale in an exchange to just kill the exchange and move on to another one and spend more time prospecting for somebody that actually needs what i'm selling mm-hmm. versus nice. trying to convert every single conversation into dollars
0: yeah just to sell them something they don't they absolutely don't need you totally yeah try to give them a product that they actually need yeah you're it's more like helping people instead of selling people.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm one part therapist, I'm one part psychologist, I'm one part counselor, um, one part bully, maybe, depending on um, uh, you know, the situation. Yeah. How's that? That's good. Well, yeah. All right, Justin. Justin's so eager. Yeah. So should we I mean should we set some some ground rules here? Should we set some criterion like what What are we trying to accomplish right now exactly?
0: We hope to establish to whoever may be listening, whoever sure. by <laughs> by the end of this remaining you know thirty, forty minutes that they they would put their business dollars mm-hmm. against either a ba- a better advertising budget or a better sales budget. Got you. So those those are the people or you know what I didn't I didn't realize an excellent sales team could be so helpful. I should probably have a, a, a r- 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 invest in that direction or mm-hmm. I didn't realize advertising could be so effective. I should invest in that direction. Sure. So maybe they'll come away believing both and want to spend money with uh you know but but we're going to go with one is better than the other for today.
2: It, sure. Okay.
0: So you both want to come away from this with a A job offer. Yeah.
2: Or a couple bruises or like a bloody lip. I'd like, I think I would just be happy if you were humiliated. That would be, I I would like that. (laughs) I don't need to win. I just need you to lose. I would truly,
0: that would be excellent. (laughs) I would like, I would like everybody to just walk away from this furious and and spitting.
2: I'd be fine if we never spoke again. (laughs) (laughs) Said like a true salesman. (laughs) Cause all I do is get your money and leave, right? right. That's yeah. That's, yeah. that's my job, right? Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Do I just kick this off? Can I just start start slinging some some that, cold hard facts? I,
0: I'm 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 so ready. So just tell me <laughs> tell right. me when you want to take the leash off, and and <laughs> I'll be just fine.
2: Well, let me put it. Let me start here. Uh, most of my sales experience has been completely unsupported, and by unsupported, I mean I have an owner who says. Go find money. In fact, my first boss literally used the phrase, go find money, and would actually push me out the door of the restaurant, and I would come back with people wanting to buy our burritos and sell <laughs> catering. And I did that. I Sure, we had a marketing department, uh, and they gave me the flyers that I handed out, but often I didn't leave a single flyer. I left them my name and a menu or something, right? And obviously, they have to know what food. They have to know something about the product, right, before they give me any money, But, uh, that's what I did. And you know, I was very successful in that field. I was 18 at the time. I didn't have any training at all. I didn't have any college education. Um, I had no support. I had no subordinates. I had nothing. I had the responsibility to create money. And if I didn't, I was fired. Mm. And that fear was a, was a forge to create the ability to actually communicate a value. Mm. Um, what I did have from my marketing department to be honest was for the most part, completely futile. It was attempting to construct a narrative towards this, you know, focus group driven, fake, not real conglomerate buyer who had nothing to do with the people who were, I was really interacting with. And, uh, they needed to know hear a real person explain to them in their world and in their space why they needed what I had. Um, I don't know. Do, do I keep talking, or do you do you is respond it, now?
1: Are, is, is, I don't
2: want to monopolize here. Is what okay. I'm getting at. I've never so, moderated a debate so, before, so
0: well, what they usually do is they give it's, each person. a It's time your turn, time Justin. Okay, so here's here here's how I feel based upon that <clears throat> statement mm-hmm. is that's an excellent example of relationship marketing in that you have a human that goes out. And creates a relationship with the customer base. And then he says, hi, I'm Brian. Hey, let's work together and, you know, make solutions together. Mm -hmm. and, And we'll build a better tomorrow. You and my product. But the problem is that I've seen so many times is that company establishes a relationship with that salesperson, not that brand. So if that salesperson goes off to a competitor item set or... Just something else in an adjacent market. They follow. They just walk away with that. They have a relationship with him, not necessarily the brand itself. I've done that. So I, I've done it as well because I had a relationship with the salesperson and I loved sure. him, and he was the guy that took care of me, not the. So what what I've seen advertising do is, and I'll use I'll use a I'll use a, a generic example for sake of example yeah, that sure. everybody's heard of. And it's my thesis that advertising is relationship marketing, but you're creating a relationship with that, that logo or that slogan that, you know, you have a relationship with that Apple, like, you know, him, that those computers are the best. You don't know why, but you do know why. Sure. So we'll use the example for right now, very sky level of Apple, where, Apple made an ad that didn't tell you how awesome the hardware software integration of iTunes and the iPod was or that the click wheel was truly revolutionary as a navigation point, but they just had white headphones dancing. You knew that that MP3 player you not only wanted it, but it was the best one on the market and no one had to tell you that. And it was just white earbuds. But that was after someone already told you that. But everybody everybody saw it and it, it completely... Nobody had had it first. They said Apple has the best MP3 player and now even today, people will tell you the Apple Acolytes will say that their computers are better. But on a spreadsheet, when you take specs up against a PC of an equivalent cost it's not as effective a machine, but in their mind, it's better because they have a relationship with the brand. Sure. So, and that's where, and and that, from that perspective, it'll carry through and Apple doesn't have to go out and convince people that they need that product because everybody, as far as the push pull relationship is concerned, everybody's going, I need this one because it's better and I've been socialized through advertising to know that it is. But but there was a time in Apple's history that they did have those guys, Steve Wozniak, all the lower guys mm-hmm. sitting in conventions as salesmen going this product's good and this is why. But when you have when you're at a sales convention and you're establishing a relationship as the relationship salesperson what what does everybody want when they talk to the salesperson they want because you have a relationship with them now they want the buddy deal so now there it, it boils down to what how low can you come for me because we get coffee together and you're my right. buddy now so can you get me a deal? Not necessarily based upon the features or that's not benefit advertising anymore. That's just, can you get me the buddy deal? Nudge, nudge. Sure. Everyone's
2: and, obsessed with deals. So. But see, and, and I take advantage of that sales guy eight days out of the week. I have <laughs> no problem taking advantage of that idiot because he doesn't know how to do his job. Uh, it, okay. I think you have a, a fantastic point and was a former, uh, Supervisor of would have responded. He would have said, that's a fantastic answer to a different question. So to the average listener here who's, who's tuning in, you have to understand that the two statements that were just made were both great points on completely different scales. So for starters, I introduced the concept of a small business, unfunded, unstructured, really no metrics, no materials, right? Just a, a product in a, dropped in a sea of people with money. How do you get that product to those people? And how do you get that money into the business, right? Versus a very, very well-funded, publicly traded, multi-million dollar business who already has market share so they can actually afford to disassociate brand with product and associate brand with value. So now they have an existing client base that they can say, dear Apple users, you're better than them because your headphones are white. That's That's the message. And you know what? It's a great message. Here's my question to you. And I think Jordan brought, he he poked at this concept. How did they get there? How did they get the $20 million for that national ad campaign? How does Mr. Small Businessman write that check? Features and benefits advertising. I don't know what that means.
0: It's it, basically you have you have uh, well-targeted advertising based upon the the publics that you would be most interested in buying your product.
2: Oh, sure. You're so saying you, rather than
0: you have a targeted like a targeted ad in you know PC Gamer or Mac World. Totally. That specifically articulates what those people are going to make. What's going to make them want to buy the
2: product? And and I have no qualms with a a features and benefits marketing campaign. In fact, they are what fuel, they're what give me more competitive salespeople who are higher performers that I can steal from other companies because I can give them inbound channels. However, let me ask you this. They watch the commercial. Yes. Apple, think different. Oh my gosh, I have to think different. I'm going to be cooler than everybody else. Apple.com. How do I buy this? Okay, here's the, uh, this is before e-commerce, right? Okay, uh, here's the phone number. Here's what I call. What happens now? You Steve Jobs answers the phone. Yeah, <laughs> and and you're already so hot From for buy
0: because you sat through the the commercials. Yeah, and you're so, like
2: so you're ready to buy. But please now, please give me. N- one. But now now what happens? Who answers the phone? Is the salesperson? The salesperson. So, I would argue that the the marketing campaign is no better than the weakest link, which is the guy who converts it into a credit card number. Okay. <laughs> Uh, now obviously this argument could very easily be countered with the concept of e-commerce and I'm very well aware of that uh, or or channel partners blah, where you blah, could blah.
0: just click buy right the, click like buy for and, instance Amazon
2: and Amazon, and it's already in your bed in 15 yeah. seconds and click buy right
0: so there there isn't that human API where they already know they love it they go on Amazon and then and we we see the world trending in this direction where the two of the Three biggest companies in the world Google, one of them, 90% of its income is from ad revenue. Sure. And Amazon, the third biggest or second, depending on the day, biggest company based upon I want
2: this right now and it appears on my door. Totally. So for Amazon, one of the largest companies in the entire world. I think a sales force is absolutely obsolete. But of course, Mr. One-Man-Five-Employee-Business-Owner who doesn't really have access, or doesn't really have the distribution, doesn't really have the competition in the e-commerce world. Because guess who's sm- smoking them out? Amazon. Because you can buy freaking anything on Amazon. You can buy raw materials. You can buy... I just bought a table from one of our customers who I probably shouldn't name but uh, one of our customers is a furniture manufacturer and I bought it on Amazon didn't even realize that they were one of our customers until I was reading the receipt of purchase and I went oh I wonder if I could have just called those guys <laughs> <laughs> it was just right there It was just so available so like, obviously Amazon is look I mean Amazon is an empire that's one day going to run for president but before they got there how were they making it happen Salespeople is my argument.
0: Did, uh, did, did salespeople go out there and shill Amazon or did, did people get lots of ad exposures online of buy books here on Amazon.com? And sure. I, I would submit that there was a heavy exposure online based upon cookies that people had Amazon.com following them around going, you know, I really should buy that book here it was one guy at a desk. Mm-hmm. Amazon has only been an empire within our lifetime.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So to think that Amazon has always been this fixture where, I mean, it was Bezos sitting behind a Costco desk going like, hello, this is Jeff, you know, but there, there was that moment where he sat there and, and slung it. And so at what scale, where's that break point? It well consider mm-hmm. this as just kind of a, Metaphor, I suppose. Um, Advertising, in my heart, I always consider to be like uh, turning your brand into the pretty girl at prom. Like Mm -hmm. the prettiest girl at prom. She doesn't need to wear a name tag Mm -hmm. anymore. Okay? But there's the other boy who is always selling himself to all the girls that don't necessarily know they want to go to the prom with him yet so he's trying to explain his way in and eventually one of them might be like well you're going to take me out to dinner later and we're getting a limo and mm-hmm. he you know here's all the ways you're going to you know save me on dinner So (laughs) for the evening and that, so he has to be the sales force, Uh but as far as which one I'd rather my brand be, I'd rather her be the, 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 the pretty girl in the black dress. Sure.
2: I have a rebuttal to that. I'm wondering if anybody else has a, wanted to chime in at this moment.
0: I have a fun fact. Apple was just the first company to reach a $1 trillion value. They definitively were.
1: Yep. Good work, Apple. That's a, it's a fun fact,
0: and they they do not <laughs> they do not try and shill price of I could get you this apple for super cheap. See, they say yeah. this computer is
2: sexier than that PC. See that right there is a fantastic segue into what is my argument against your previous argument. So, Please, so uh, I would I would consider oh Mr. Oh fair <laughs> Mr. Judge that it's not necessarily uh, apples to apples to to portray. One of, one of these arguments being, or, well, how about this? One of these camps being done very well and one of these camps being done very poorly because there is very horrible salespeople. In fact, most salespeople that are commonly encountered by a buyer are not good at their job. I would say that. That's why it's one of the highest turnover rates of any job, mm-hmm. uh, any white collar job that there is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a definitive fact, no st- I don't need a statistic to tell me that salespeople in general are the worst. however uh, a company saying hey you in bright yellow and purple blinking letters in all caps arial font click here check this out bling blong bling blong i'm never in a billion years going to think i wonder what that guy sells yeah (laughs) i'm never gonna buy it so that could be an example of advertising done Poorly. V- very poorly, right? Sure. So, yeah, there's always the video of the fat guy falling down the stairs, right? Yes. That says, click on our stuff. Yeah. And then there's the very sexy, multi-million dollar, you know, directed by a savant commercial that Apple is going to put out. That's sure. going to be the this, this sexy gr- high school girl in the black dress, right? Yes. So, I would argue this. Uh, sales, if done actually properly in the way that people with any longevity in the industry do it, you don't feel that you're being sold. You feel that a a value is being communicated to you and you feel completely in control. So it's
0: Stockholm syndrome is
2: what you're saying. Why not? (laughs) 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 My victims have fallen in love with me. Well, I'm not creating an alternative reality, right? Absolutely not. uh, and, And also, so there's a common mantra in sales that's I don't know if it's common anymore, but in the 90s, it was very common that perception is reality, right? We've all heard that expression. Sure. Which is such an arrogant expression (laughs) to me. Mm -hmm. In no way (laughs) is that an arrogant expression. I think it's the most arrogant expression that there could possibly be. It is the
0: truest thing I have ever said.
2: So for a speaker to say, what I decide is true is therefore true, is an arrogant statement.
0: No, because you're only aware of your own perspective. Just like... The Apple, the iPhone users truly believe it is—it is a hundred percent fact that the iPhone is the best phone on the market, and the Android users are equally as acerbic that their phone is way faster, and the iPhone has no business even being sold, and the iTunes market being totally locked down is garbage. So, sure, the, to, to the to the short fused,
2: I suppose that's. That's but it's valid, right?
0: We all have our, like, uh, we've only lived out our own experience.
2: Sure. But, so, but experience and perception, I feel, uh, my argument is this, to, for me to say, everything that I know is the extent of what is real. That's that's all the reality you have. I can't say I you know You haven't
0: the, lived in a different country or Antarctica or in, you know, 5,000 years ago, We've we've all lived out our lifespan to the fullest of its experience level to where that is now our lens of reality. It, our perception can't not
2: be our reality. But if I, I don't know where the edge of the universe is, but in fact, does that mean there is not an edge of the universe? As far as we're concerned, it is. We've gone we're we're way, way off. off the deep end.
0: Uh, uh, no, uh, uh, just like we...
1: This is this is getting like. Do you believe in flat Earth?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but you <laughs> flat can't, universe. Like Jacob. for instance. Oh, sorry. Bye I think bad. I think this conversation you, is turning me into a flat Earther. Well, no, I, I'm <laughs> saying like, but you can't yeah. even argue something that's out outside of your own knowledge base because it's not part of your included yep. uh item set within your own head
2: i see what you're i see what you're getting at i think honestly i think we have a semantics difference in our interpretation of that statement so i, I don't disagree with so I, i'm saying i agree with you oh okay with the argument that you're making me too um i know you do i could <laughs> I I see it in the fire in your eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> no uh we were a tad, we had a great point that we were making before all this nonsense Anybody remember what it was? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. said you said That's perception what? is not reality. But before that, I said something else.
1: Uh, I think I don't remember if you told me. Well, so. here's
2: the point. Oh, I remember. I said that uh, that a good salesperson is not taking control away from the buyer from the prospect, uh, but a a a bad salesperson is going to try to steamroll their way into uh, forcing someone to make a decision. Right? They're going to use um, they're going to use false urgency, right? They're going to use... Um, Got to make a decision today. You know, this promotion right. only, that's, it that's ends the today. timer. Right, It exactly. ends today.
0: Every salesperson that has come to my house, and like mm-hmm. at my new house, there are a lot of them because we show up on lists. So like, every one of them has said that their promotion has ended
2: that day. And we're, we're running a promotion that today right. only. And and uh, maybe my father taught me well. My father always said to every salesperson, I don't make any decision in one day, so I'm not your buyer. And then they go, whoa, 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 whoa what if it was tomorrow? And he said, well, then you're lying. And then he, then he would get a good deal. But that's because my dad was a very bad salesman for a very long time. <laughs> so he knows bad salesman language. Uh, let, me give a, let, me, let me give you an example from a real-world example from myself that happened not very long ago to, I think, communicate what I'm getting at in that good sales is actually a symbiotic experience. So, a good sales one of the core values of a good salesperson has to be integrity. You have to actually believe what you're doing is valuable. Now, every product every product has a value to someone. Is it the best value? Is it the best bang for the buck? Is it the best solution in the market? That's not really under your control, right? So what you can do to have a good integrity and have a clear conscience as I do, Is to simply communicate any objection that a customer could have to your product, you bring it up first. So we went to a a non-profit religious organization in a city that we are in right now, whose name I shall not use. But I spoke with some people who had to get rid of a vendor that they were using to fulfill a service that we sell. Uh, They had to get rid of their IT guy because he sucked. Nice. Okay. So nice. we went in and they said, well, obviously we're a non-profit, you know, blah, blah, blah. We need to go very, you know, value is everything to us, cost is everything to us. Here's the first thing I said. I promise you I will be the most expensive quote that you get. Is that what you told him? Those exact words. And there was even longer silence than that after I said it in the room. Nice. And Jacob, you can attest to this, that I really say this. All the time. All the time. I say it almost every single time. You say, hey, I'm, I'm going to To say that. It's in his training when I when I train Jacob, you are to instruct them that we are not the cheapest because will t- first things first, I'm not going to get into a peeing contest over nickels and dimes. I just, I just not worth it.
0: Well, and then when they when when somebody beats you on price, all of a sudden there's a service charge and a connection fee. Yes, exactly. And, a, and
2: so we, we've we all done that smoke and mirrors, nasty dance that just ends in somebody being upset. Right. right. So rather than doing that, I just express right away. I do, not, I do not intend to be the cheapest. And then they say, okay. And oftentimes, the nature of psychology is that a human is going to bail out another human that when they're feeling them in distress. So most often, the prospect will naturally start defending me for myself. I'll sit in silence while they say, well, you know, but, you know, we're not the cheapest either in our industry, but a lot of people work with us because, you know, you got to really have the thing and, and, you know, integrity is important to us. You got to have a real, and they'll say all the things that they say when a customer tells them you're too expensive. Yeah. They're going to validate me back to myself. I'm not doing any work. Now, am I manipulating them in the truest form of the word? Yes. I think that I am in the same way that any conversation is manipulation because you're actually contorting a certain response to someone else. Right. So,
0: so question for you. It, in their minds, from their perspective, <laughs> does their reality telling them that you're not manipulating them?
2: Yeah, and uh, For, so so I see so their at, perception I'll, is definitely real enough to tell them that you're not manipulating okay, them. Okay, I'll con, I'll concede the in a vacuum statement that perception can be reality. Thank you. How's that? Continue. So the customer says to themselves, "Wow, okay, they're not the most, they're not the cheapest." And then if they if the conversation dies, I say, "However, just so you know, I do bring on new customers every month, which is a true statement." And then I say, "Why do you think that is?" So now, what I'm ask, actually doing as a salesperson is I'm letting the, letting the prospect communicate to me what the most important things about the product are from their perspective because I don't know what they want. They know what they want. So, why would I tell them what they want when I could ask them what they want? It, there you go. So, am, okay, am I being evil? Am I being a Sith Lord? No, I'm telling right now on a podcast what I'm doing, and <laughs> I'll probably give some of my customers this link. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. And, I'll, and all of a sudden, they're communicating their value back to me. I'm writing it down. Oh, you think I have timely service? Oh, you think I have the best qual- customer service? W- whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't think of any th- other examples. But for instance. For instance. Sort of th- things of that nature. So with this church, going back to my example, I told them that. And they said, okay, well, you know, that might be an issue for us. I said, that might be. This might be a dead end. Aren't you glad we're finding that out now? Aren't I said, I would rather we find that out now than we do a song and dance. And then in six weeks, I go, oh, by the way, I'm super expensive. Is that going to be okay? Because you laugh at all my jokes. Yeah. Right? Because relationship sales, as I mentioned in my opening statement, was how I sold when I was 18 years old. And yeah. I didn't know anything. You have no life experience. 18-year-olds don't know how to talk to a business owner. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can communicate a maybe a value for a product. They're a great you know they should be given getting signatures outside of sporting events on clipboards, but they shouldn't be selling products to CEOs. They don't have any life experience. They don't know what's important to people.
0: That is one thing that I've never enjoyed about when uh, I get a, like a cold call from a salesman on my cell phone trying to sell me who knows what. They always open with like, "So how was your weekend?" Or you know, y- "You see that sports game?" You know, right. like they try to get, open up with some like fake. Yeah, Trying to make a connection with me, be my friend statement. I'm like, who? so stop disingenuous? Trying to be my friend. Like, you don't know me. No, I, I, I don't even observe the weekend.
2: And I'm like, horribly cruel to those people, too. Horribly. Yeah. No patience for it. <laughs> no patience. You think I Bach went it. to children's concerts? No, he didn't. No, he, he booted them off the stage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
2: hate it when people cold call me, it's the worst. And that's what you do for S- a S- living as a
1: professional cold caller. Yeah. I make a hundred calls a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let me get this straight. Sales is appropriate or needed for if you're selling services.
1: Well, no, that's here's it. the thing. When you I go on done. Apple's website <laughs> and it's so beautiful and you get Apple, and you don't it. get Apple flyers. There's no Apple flyers, no. whatever emails. Emails, all that, all that good stuff. Oh, and huh? you go players. into the Apple Store. Would we consider those blue shirts, salesmen? They salespeople. That's what they consider themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's but, that's. But, m-
0: but my reality would indicate that they are not salespeople. That they are definitely red shirts in blue shirts. But if they want to refer to themselves as the misnomer of salespeople then that's fine. Like they go get things out of the back or bring my broken phone into the back. They're a vending machine. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. They they are a talking red box. But before that, so there's salesmen are needed for if you're selling a service because you can't just, Justin can't put dancing salesmen in white on a commercial. Yes, I can.
2: So yours, and is there a converse to that? Yes, so advertising is good for are only
0: needed for products. Mm. So you're not selling. True. You're selling a product. You could. Yeah. are only sure. needed advertising. He he's breaking it down by product category. And that's, yeah. It's
2: not true. To to be fair, we have we have stuck to that okay. that that law in this conversation so far. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's that's not actual. I wouldn't actually say that that's entirely true. So and I also wouldn't say that sales is good for a small business until you can afford big boy advertising.
0: Okay. So can I, m- may I?
2: Absolutely. You okay. Can.
0: So here's, here's, here's the great thing that technology has done since the, the birth of the internet and connectivity and the, the new communication platforms that have erupted onto the scene mm-hmm. is, um, people like social influencers on YouTube or Instagram are now more watched than primetime television or um, things like uh, Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram, you know, obviously some go in and out of Vogue, but there are all these platforms that are absolutely a hundred percent free to use. And the only reason that certain people have more views than others, or they have more eyeballs that would potentially want to buy their product or service than others is because they're interesting. Mm-hmm. So if you have, basically, that social influencer is is, an av- is in advertising. They're advertising themselves. So when they get in there, they're like, this is why you want to continue watching. They're running a features and benefits ad for why you continue subscribing. Why should I click this button for this mm-hmm. YouTube video? So when you, when, when you have all these platforms that are 100% free, And you have something that people will ultimately want. It's up to the uh, level of creative design Mm -hmm. or creative uh, effort that you're willing to communicate out into the world that like, for instance, J.P. Sears has a huge following, but it's just one guy with a garter around his head talking about whatever weird zeitgeisty, you know, uh, woo woo is currently in the world. Mm -hmm. Who's J.P. Sears? J.P. Sears is the guy that talks about like uh, uh, coconut oil and uh, essential oils with the long red hair. Oh, yes. Okay, Uh, okay. thank you. So we've all seen Mr. Long Red Hair ultra spiritual. He didn't do, he has no superpowers. He was just creative enough. Mm -hmm. So if J.P. Sears wanted to sell us all his line of, you know, t-shirts or books or whatever. Or essential oils. All Mm -hmm. of a sudden, and, and in this new world where there's A bazillion free platforms with which to find people. And these platforms that you can advertise on for free, never sleep, never go to bed, find people in their bed. These platforms all have algorithms built into them to make sure that people that like what you're selling find you Mm -hmm. because that's how they can continue to keep you there is you find what's interesting to you. So now you have basically, a you're leveraging these multi-million dollar companies that we're saying are too big for people with no scale to access Mm -hmm. and yet they've opened up their platform to any poor person that has no money and wants to reach out to people and it's available 24 7 on demand searchable by the best search algorithms that any of us could ever hope to build ourselves and all we have to do is be fascinating and people will find our product or service well what about when you have a I open up a YouTube video. I'm about to watch some people play Minecraft. Yes. And a advertising an advertisement pops up, and it's a video of someone standing there selling me their product, doing a sales pitch. Mm-hmm.
1: What is that? Is that sales or is that advertising? That's, that's
0: advertising. A, is that a salesman on an advertisement? Is that, that both? That's, that's that's advertising. There's a chicken eating an egg.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good for <laughs> them. The, the
0: Ouroboros has completely swallowed its own tail and excreted an egg. The egg doesn't roll off the left or the right. It gets split in half. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what happens is you, you have that man communicating the – it's it happens to be a sales pitch, but it's in – it's held within the confines, the superstructure, of an ad, and if that ad is just somebody standing there, just blandly reading its the features and benefits of the product, nobody wants to watch it. But there are definitely those successful. So you ads need like a
1: good salesman. That you in don't your click
0: ad? if you don't click skip ad, and you know who paid for that ad? It's a great ad, and all of a sudden that ad is amusing and it endears you to the product like all, all the black and white Gatorade ads with the the multicolored Gatorade sweat and then the just mm-hmm. do it at the end we mm-hmm. we've all you know exactly or the target ads where you just see the red microphone mm-hmm. y- you have now brand impression you're like oh dude I, I love all those one dollar knickknacks when I walk in the door you remember target they don't even show you the logo you just see the red mic And there's all of these platforms that you, you, or any of us could use at any time for free to get people to understand that our brand means this and they have a brand impression and now their reality has been affected by your brand anytime day or night you've joined them for breakfast and coffee Mm -hmm. and you're establishing a relationship with them on their YouTube channel, doing what they would do throughout their day. For free. Justin, give me an example of a service, a technician service, something that you've done with advertising. Mm, Mike Diamond, Smell Good Plumber. There, 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 But that's precisely. Everybody's heard of Mike Diamond and everybody knows his dumb line or- No, give me a good one. Like someone everyone's heard of. Like, Like not just like, oh yeah, these- like a big, big thing you haven't heard like of. Like a national company? company.
2: Yeah. Like Remax, or or like we'll pick you up. Enterprise, we pick you up. Are you talking like a slogan? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's like a, that's a, a service a, of
0: a service based mm-hmm. brand mm-hmm. that has to or even. Mm-hmm. That don't I'll give you one. That, I'll give you
2: one that was a hook, line, and sinker. My fir- very first watch, Dollar Shave Club. Mm, it's a oh service. My gosh. Very first watch of that video. I think I bought it before it was over. <laughs> that <laughs> is click. That's, just, that's a pro. That's really a product. No, it it's just, it, no. It was a subs- But they ma- they as a serviced a product. It wasn't about the razor blade. I didn't buy. You can order the razor that razor blade, razor blade on, on Amazon yourself. Yeah, but they turned it. They as a serviced it. They turned it into a recurring business model, and they are still doing very well. My last name is Gillette, spelt I L L E T T E, and I stopped using Gillette razor blades that day. <laughs> just done.
0: But. I actually liked that commercial so much, I made my wife start using Dollar Shave Club razors to shave her legs just so I could live Purist. vicariously through her and use their products. This is before you had a beard? Well, I don't shave. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he has a laziness growing on his face. Oh, yeah, my. this is I don't actually enjoy having a beard. Yeah. I just hate shaving. He's not oh, growing a beard. He's just lazy.
2: Yeah. He's just not not growing a beard. Yes. Yes. There. That's exactly. <laughs> There's just
0: zero initiative or proactivity here. It's... This has nothing to do with growing a beard. Well, it looks great.
2: Thanks. But Dollar Shave Club, they they got me, and yeah. it was sure okay. It look, it was fun. It was kitschy. It was whatever, right? Cool. But it, when you have a product that doesn't require any, doesn't require any understanding, when you're selling a little red button that beeps, you don't need any salespeople. In the same way that you don't, you could completely autonomize your entire business. A robots could run your business. And a robot could take random polls of and query data from and a search algorithm of who looks at what, automatically generate your t- target demographics for you, and you could completely randomize. Take all the humans out of advertisement, sales is. I believe this, and this it might be throwing the gauntlet down, but this is the white collar job that will never, ever lose to artificial intelligence. Or is artificial intelligence just the ultimate salesman?
0: So you don't think that an auto-dialer can call you, a, a bot with a speech API could call you up? I don't mean, okay, obviously lo- re-
2: low-level robots can sell low-level products. Sure. But, uh, okay, so uh, my brother works in high-level IT, works for a reseller. They don't originate any products, no R&D, no patents, and they do $4 billion a year selling other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. okay. All added juice that if you went directly to the source, you could probably have saved that $4 billion a year. And that's what they do. These salespeople start at high six-figure salaries, most of them with no degrees, no after high school experience whatsoever, simply sales and communication experience. Nice. Most of them entrepreneurial, most of them business owners. There's an M club in this company. They call it the M club. means the million dollar club. Anybody who makes more than a million dollars a year. And these are people selling products. To other people. They're, they have a huge knowledge base of all things hardware software. They go to an enterprise level company that says, yeah, I have 6.8 petabytes of data. I'd like it to be in more than one place at once. What can you do for me? I don't want to put him in tapes in the Iron Mountain anymore. What can you do? And Alexa is never going to make that million dollar sale. Never.
0: Now, the okay. So the question for you, based upon that, is as the demographics are getting younger and younger, and we have the millennial generation as as it's risen into its uh, I would say, prime, I sure, guess. Yeah. We're we're we, at the we peaked early. The, the millennials aren't necessarily <laughs> like upper management, but they're they're I would I would call us the lower management yeah, generation right now.
2: Our parents are the upper management, so we're exactly. going to run the show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. So but then you have the Gen Zers, which are the high schoolers that we're kicking around right now. Uh-huh. So you have these two generations that uh, have face-to-face conversations and pick up the phone and have a phone conversation less and less. Mm-hmm. This this is the zero ability to have a conversation generation, especially Gen Z,
2: mm-hmm.
0: where the it, the stare at your phone generation. Mm-hmm. But they will, for instance, sit there and and read Twitter or Reddit for hours. So. You have you have a, a generation shift where people are less and less willing to have a face to face relationship, but they're definitely willing to have a relationship with their phone and whatever information is there, or sit and watch. Yeah,
2: I, I don't know. I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy this kind of slippery slope into technology's mouth kind of idea that human interaction is never going to be valuable in, in the future. I just that's that, that's I, I struggle true. with Sears
0: it. Sears said the same thing.
2: Sears, <laughs> the department store, the department store that's now completely defunct that just made poor decisions and not, and not appropriating enough funding to the appropriate departments in this well, case, or, or what? I mean, Sears with who I've seen probably more Sears ads than as many Sears ads as Macy's ads in my life.
0: Absolutely. But you have you have Sears who was the, the BMOC as far as a, a huge retail space. Like the the Sears catalog was how to buy things. Mm -hmm. There would be towns that would have a storefront that would have a table and a Sears catalog. And you would sit there and order things and they would come in on Sears Prime four to six weeks later. Yeah. So of their day, Sears had the marketplace. It was all Sears. They were Amazon. How did Amazon all of a sudden become Amazon under the
2: shadow of Sears that owned everything. Okay, okay, I get you. So, uh, sure. But how are you going to take an argument away from somebody that it's because the salesperson wasn't sufficient and Amazon could do it while I was sitting on the toilet? Because
0: you were saying that we're not going to fall into the open maw of technology. Oh, I see. And I'm saying that there have been plenty of companies that, you know, if you're just a little bit too slow, you disappear. Like IBM disappeared into superior technology and Sears. Sure. And we've seen it time and time again where if if you pivot a minute too slow, if you get that you're about to die, you're dead.
2: Yeah, I mean, but from speaking from a debate standpoint this is sort of a correlation causation argument right how can we really attribute that to the to the the merits and mar- the marketplace for advertising rather than just slow market share development right i mean maybe i mean it, sears by the way is still in business oh, because of much. because of their distribution channels yes they took over the third party logistics so a lot of these large department stores actually use sears to transport and install and and build the furniture on site at the customer. Mm-hmm. So Sears, yeah, they they took a pivot maybe for the worse, less in the customer's eye, but they're they're really more of a they're a third party B two C kind of contractor now more than they are a department store. But I mean, yeah, it was Bon Marche, and then it was Marche, and then it was Macy's, and they're still ish doing <laughs> fine, not great, but I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that that, that kind of singular singular argument can really be... Because remember, uh, well, a department I, store I, I'm employee simply, is not a salesperson, right? Well,
0: sure. I, I'm simply indicating trends okay. where, where things are definitely trending away. Like the mall, the the golden age of the mall has now given way to the golden age of we buy all our Christmas presents on Amazon. Right, right. So that would be the trend toward away from going to the store and the salesperson at American Eagle says, oh, what size jeans would you like, as opposed to just going on AmericanEagle.com and clicking buy. And you have all of the product information you know based upon the wonderful site design on AmericanEagle.com. And you're like, you know, she looks just like me. Like, for instance, the trend to advertise without uh, makeup or Photoshop at all. It's just this is what you see and normal people look like this because American Eagle jeans have always trended fatter than Mm -hmm. any other jeans and they make me feel good about myself. (laughs) So that's an excellent ad for that company where you see those, that's, that's what I I look like that person. I would like to buy these jeans now click buy. So as we trend towards technology and most people, Trends, trend. There's a lot of customer base now that goes towards whatever company they have the most elegant experience online with, as opposed to, uh, you know, which one is the biggest or the best or the cheapest. It's, it's who can I find the easiest on these accessibility apps like Yelp right. and DoorDash, and so it's those companies that are willing to um, uh, communicate through the enriched channels that have flourished like uh like Uber has now completely crushed out and ha- how do we decide how does our reality tell us which one's better between Uber or Lyft right it's so interesting that all of your
2: examples are b2c almost all of your examples are bus- that means business to consumer to the layman
0: which is so weird because all I of my- were, I wasn't sure well and and the reason for that is because I have I have over 10 years experience in B2B advertising, but it's a little more difficult to communicate that to somebody that's not in uh, most of their experience is with a B2B B2C company. Sure. That that would be business to consumer. Yes. As opposed to business to business. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's just, it's a little bit more difficult to articulate because what people experience every day like for instance even if okay. we sell to other businesses if on a b2b marketplace even we in our own lives all of a sudden go back and if we're looking for something we still get on amazon and all of these enriched platforms
2: yeah i, I see what you're saying so then to put it in a, in from a consumer's perspective right let's 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 all put on our consumer's glasses for a moment and okay now you have to buy something from a company right and you it, you know you're going to interact with a person right you go on the website and it says price uh please log, please call for details, call for details. Right. And you go, Oh crap. Okay. I got to call. That means it's the expensive one or, and then blip, blip, a little chat pops up and goes, Hey, what can I do for you? And by the way, more and more of those messages are actually being live manned and they're all, they're not all "Hi, How can help you? It's Hey, so wh- what are you looking at? Right. And it's some guy sitting somewhere who is a subject matter expert and he's a salesperson. I had this, I had this experience on AT&T the other day and I bought some things that I won't explain, but, um, Okay, in a perfect world as a consumer, a person reaches out to you and goes, hey, what are you looking for? And you say, because you're not face-to-face with them in this example, we're doing this electronically, right? So we take those social nerves away that everybody in the world seems to have. Okay, uh, I need this product. Okay, what do, you, what do you need that product for? Well, I need to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Oh, okay, well, have you considered this other product, which you might not have seen because we weren't running an ad for it, but it's actually made specifically for the thing you just requested. By the way, it's the same price. Okay. Here's the link. Done. That would be a very positive experience. Absolutely. Sure. I just, I know, I just, I just created a scenario in a perfect world for me. I just
0: picked up my Legos and stacked them in such a way (laughs) that, right.
2: (laughs) Well, but. As have I. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So uh, my point is that even from the, even from the B2C level, right? The, salesperson can adapt with a trending technology just the same as an advertising campaign can. They are going to use different channels to engage with people. More and more business is done via chat, via email. But well, I can't stress enough how much business will always be done on the phone. Businesses, they can't get rid of their phone. They know that. They say, I have to buy new phones. I don't even like using them, but I can't get rid of them because I have to use phones. Like their fax machine. Like their fax machine. Yeah, I still got the one whatever, the, I have the one, one guy. Fax line. Oh, or, I hate or fax Or when machines. I have to do income uh, verification to the IRS, they don't receive, they don't, the IRS doesn't take PDFs. They only take faxes. My gosh, can right. we
0: just abolish the government? Like, that's so
2: backwards. We should start and our awful. own government.
0: Right? We should. Uh, the Brainerds is- and Gillette Coalition. <laughs> this is. <laughs> They're they're like so so the one thing that nobody else uses is the one thing <laughs> that everybody has to use to appease Uncle Sam. Right. Like we've all decided, all three hundred million of us are like, faxing sucks. I want right. to use my cell phone for everything.
2: Good thing we have an efax portal at verticalcomputers.com. <laughs> Rock and roll. Um, anyway. Well, I, I don't know that I if I made my point or not, but you're you're not humiliated yet, so I just feel like I can't relent.
1: It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you, how do you feel, Josiah and Jordan? What do you what 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 would you? Um, Here, here's what I've taken away from this: If you're a billion-dollar company that sells products, that sells products, you don't need a sales team.
1: But if you, or you don't need a present sales team. Sure. If you sell services,
0: or anything that isn't so cut and dry that you could like list it in a in a paragraph like these are the fe- this is the features list for this thing you know if you have a customizable like if you so let's say sell custom built computers or something you know hmm. something like that would be much better done by a salesperson that could get a feel for what you need out of your computer especially if you don't know exactly what you want and you're like, I just want my computer to play this game. So you're mm-hmm. saying that if you're not a billion-dollar person and you only have access... You don't have... You're not a billion-dollar company that has tons of exposure and there's there there happens to be heavily targeted uh, tech breakdowns, uh, computer tear-aparts or build-ups mm-hmm. videos. Yeah, but I don't want to spend how many hours watching and learning all this stuff. I just know I'm a consumer. I want to call some guy and have him tell me, oh yeah, this is this is what you, we should build for you. This will get exactly what you're describing done. That's true. I do take but advantage of sales guys. I love the, calling a yeah. sales guy. Yeah, because I go, hey, I need this and I don't have time to find it. If you want the sale, go, go find it. Yeah, But, like, you but the reason you know you want that you, the reason you called that sales guy, the, the, I will say the chicken. It's because the, I have a relationship with This him. is the chicken, is that person has already sat on YouTube and social media for hours and decided and made brand decisions based upon his consumption of all of that online no, content it's because or he has no. years or. fallen in love with NVIDIA
2: over ATI or AMD or whoever... Or he got one of these. Jacob, answer the phone. Hello. Hello. That yeah. would be you, Jacob. Yeah, hey, a Jacob? That's the see. Hey, it's Brian over at Vertical. How you been? Oh, good. Good, good. Hey, listen, I don't know if we need to be talking. Uh, can I take about 15, 20 seconds to tell you why I called? And then uh, at the end of that, you can feel free to hang up. Is that fair? Okay. All right. Are you sure? Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, thanks. Again, my name is Brian. I work with a company called Vertical. Here's why I'm calling you. Okay. Typically people who are in this industry that I'm not going to make up for this example, uh, they work with a business like mine because they're experiencing one of the following frustrations, X, Y, and Z. I don't know if, I don't suppose you all having any of those issues. No, no. Okay. So commonly also when you are actually looking for a specific part for your computer, you never have any frustration about which socket type to use for your processor, uh, you know, what kind of, how fast of a motherboard you need. No, like not that. at all. I spend 16 hours on YouTube every day. Oh, okay. That yeah. sounds like uh, expensive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. The boss must not uh, like that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize I was talking to a 12 year old kid without a job in this example. <laughs> <laughs> so the argument I was trying to make is, or he was approached by an outbound wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, relentless, stone-foreheaded salesperson who is trained keenly in the art of listening, more than a psychiatrist, more than a mother. He listens like his life depends on it, like an animal in the woods. And he can convert any cold conversation with a person who obviously has to have some qualifying need for the product. And he finds it in 30 seconds. right? Right. Then he can hang up. Sure. Guess how much that costs that business owner? Whatever half of one minute per minimum wage that you pay that guy, yeah. right? So I, I understand what you're saying. The, the point you're trying to make is that I'm, market exposure is, is accessed through advertising and that you can leverage all these free platforms. You can get much more leveraging with an advertisement than you could get. It's not really leveraging anything one phone number at a time. That's the opposite of leverage. That is fight swimming upstream. However, it is scientifically from all creation, the most tried and true way to organically grow a native local client base. So advertising, absolutely key. Advertising is the gravy is what we call it in sales. The inbound is gravy, but you got to hit your quota on outbound. You have to find people who need what you do. Jacob has generated, I want to say, we'll bleep it out. The rough numbers are—I'll give you a percentage. Rough numbers are uh, about eighteen percent annual recurring revenue growth year over year. Ice cold leads—we're talking couldn't be colder. And when he started, he couldn't carry a conversation in a bucket on the phone. Okay, still can't. So, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we, we, have you heard Jacob's episode on the show? We <laughs> 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 <It's just laughs> was it was it
2: was it before me? Yeah, I think yes. so. See, we, we complete each other. He knows things. I know how to talk about things that I don't understand. So the two of us, we seem to work. Yeah. yeah. I have a brain. Brian's pretty. <laughs> 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 Brian's the pretty girl at the prom. Right. Yep. That's me. <laughs> Brian's <laughs> like my
1: advertising.
2: So so 18% and I, uh, that's not a made up figure. And, and, you know, if we weren't trading in a log cabin before that. We were still doing all right. So one out of every four and a half dollars. Yes, was found from an ice cold lead, from a guy sitting in the dark in his underwear.
0: And is that is that normal for for your sales team? Is that is Jacob the, like is he just a like is that the average?
2: Yeah, so it, I can't entirely say because my the rest of my sales oh, team hasn't been on long enough because we have a very long sales cycle. Okay. So Jacob is definitely a, a good performer. Mm-hmm. I would say average is probably a little under that, probably ten percent. Okay. Uh, at this point, well, more than that. Ten to fifteen percent—they're going to increase our annual gross. Obviously, per- the percentage will shrink over time, but uh, the point is that we—I know when Jacob makes X amount of phone calls, he will find X amount of interest. When he finds X amount of interest, he will convert that into X amount of actual purchases. And as his knowledge and expertise goes up, as his ability to listen goes up, as his uh, you know ability to sell to the C-suite, to the guys who w- only want to talk to guys who are good at what they do his average deal size has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Sure. Uh, I know that when I was in catering, 100% year over year, I doubled my business two years in a row. Sure. So I turned $50,000 a year into a quarter million dollars a year in 24 months with zero support. Just a kid on the street. Yeah. Right? Um, but I'm not saying advertising isn't valuable.
0: No. So, so my, my only argument to that yeah. would be that that process goes about as fast as well, we were using the example of Jacob. Yep. That goes about as fast as Jacob could dial a phone and, and have a conversation with people where now that we have a device that sits in everyone's pocket and sleeps next to them on the pillow and they wake up with it and then they hop onto their Instagram every single day. They start the morning with a cup of coffee and let's see what Susie Joe nothing that that dances and sings to music on Instagram. Let's see what they did and posted. Mm. And then if you're just in that reel, if you're part of them scrolling up, if you're just part of their life, then all of a sudden you're just, you've now, you're not a cold call. You're not somebody disrupting their day. You're part of it. Mm. And now your brand is officially part of their coffee and cereal in the morning. And then they wake up with you. They are like, oh, hi, it's them. I really need, I need that service that
2: he has. You know what? Do you want to sell to the guy that's too dumb to use ad blocker, though? I mean, I don't see any ads. But also, (laughs) I did get robbed by an ad.
0: You got robbed robbed by by an ad? ad?
2: I did, I did. Well, the free Bahama cruise wasn't all it cracked up to be, was it? You're not allowed to talk to them unless you're over
0: 35. Mm-hmm. okay i did continue to talk to them i was like yeah i want that cruiser i like, go oh, get you 35 i was like nope that like, okay bye Yep. so they, they lose not you. that tried that but the other day i was on instagram past midnight and never order anything past midnight and i was scrolling through i was like that is a sweet scanner it's called the pup scanner i don't know if you've seen it but it goes what does it do but it goes on and has a little like but laser
1: the, oh that thing on mom and dad's counter
0: no not that. that oh okay not, oh that's what came oh let me boy. get there so it has a little laser that goes around what you're scanning takes a picture uploads it to wherever you told it to upload to automatically just boop great sounds really cool so then in the mail they're like hey we sent this to you it was one of those advertisements that like hey you only have an hour or else the price goes back up so i was like all right cool that's great that's a great product brand new click order send here boom done i get it like 10 days later and it's some cheap chinese knockoff scanner doesn't even work I'm like oh
2: gosh mm.
1: Mm. and now you don't have a sales guy you could call and yell at
2: no nope. yeah. selling mm. you some piece of garbage cuz that
0: was just on an advertisement from instagram that robbed me it's true whenever then. i see an advertisement on instagram trying to sell me a product i Pretty much ignore it because there's so much trash nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no. Well, the 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 problem being, what and, I'm trying and, and to say the great is thing, advertisements are trash. Uh, well, the, <laughs> yeah. And let's be done. Okay, play the song. <laughs> but
1: uh, and <laughs> Brian has also thing,
0: conceded thing. that there is uh, the bad salesmen are trash as well. Sure. So w- with with the advertising because it can. Proliferate beyond a one-to-one relationship is now you can meet people and establish a relationship with people that you wouldn't even know to call or think to call where they call you because they're like, hey, I uh, searched for your service on Google. You popped up on the first pop-up on Google in the ad and I clicked on you guys, saw great things on your
1: website. Please sell me this product. And, and hopefully Aww. the sales guys could convert. But here's the thing. It's so sweet. It's like that's they're all coming together. Stuff. That's all inbound stuff, and that's great. And I'll take it all day long. Please, more. Yeah, you got it. jacob's um, gonna justify his hours here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> here we so go.
1: I need to get it all in right now. Here it is. But what about all the people that I've called that had no idea they wanted something? They would have never went on Google and
2: searched for us. You have no ad presence. They didn't know they needed help. They don't know what an MSP is. Correct. They don't know the. They don't know the value prop because they've never actually used us. They don't know it, it, what VoIP is. They have it, no
0: idea. Exactly, but that. But again, you have no ad presence, which and and here I'll, I'll, allow me to explain. I, I'll, There's only ad presence I, if you I'll, search I'll for that garbage. N- no. <laughs> Because you, because all the ads are targeted, yeah. Using demographics and psychographics because everybody has poured all of their personal information. What's a psychographic? I'm glad you asked. So, a psychographic is not a demographic, it is like you're looking for people who like boats or like horses, things that they think about or are already interested in. And because unlike the print world that was harder to find out who was into these things, we already have massive online aggregators where we click like on things all day and they go into a huge database where we could collect what those people already like. So I could tell you who's in Chino, who's a small business with one to five or 10 to 20 people that makes X number of dollars a year. That's a woman that Mm -hmm. is, so I can already tell you a lot about you to find that ad in that town. So yes, who are these people? And we'll, we don't know who send the ad out to guess what? We have massive online platforms that know exactly where to find these people because those people in their, in their uh, non superhero life, they take off their Cape of their business world and they put on their, their slippers and get on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, etc., Pinterest. And as many people have, as I've asked, I've said, so before you do something to your house, uh, you know, where do you go? And nine times out of 10, they're on paid Pinterest to go look at cute things before they spend any money on anything for their house. So if you're, if all of a sudden, if I'm trying to sell things for the house, I flood Facebook for yeah, free.
2: But that's,
1: that's not what Jacob was saying. He was saying somebody who doesn't know they need anything. They think their phones are fine.
2: Yes. Somebody not they, thinking about their house. They're not exactly. even searching for phones. Yep. No, but so they new market. Brand new market, brand new customer.
1: Yes,
0: exactly. So, but we do know this person is not, let's say, let's use the example of phones and they don't know that they need a phone, but you know, they do. So you no, we build don't. a targeted ad campaign, but you do know everybody needs what you're selling. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. You can you, you can't
0: I, I target everybody. N- no, you know that
2: your I get what you're saying. Y- our, our you target can target, customer your
0: target customer yeah. is is a small business that is is within this county or right. within this you know lower half of the state mm-hmm. that you're willing how far can I drive in a day? Mm-hmm. So that's the people that you're and you can geotag the ad so that it only shows up for people that have that business size in this area of the state that you wouldn't even or haven't already thought of. Right. And you can make sure that when they either are just doing whatever they would do normally, if I'm just hanging out on YouTube, right. Then YouTube goes out of its way to find what I'm selling with that person. But
2: see, I, I, I And then what's the I ads gonna more. say like Need VoIP? I need more Clash in and this argument, says though. No. Because uh, okay, I, I inter- the, the value the value of what you're saying is this. The point is much easier leverage, much wiser client base, much lower conversion rate. Obviously, whenever you're having a, a, a higher net. scale, uh, it's a wide net, right? Broad but, brush. But ultimately, to, if if I were to ha- make a closing statement, it would be that advertising is a fantastic tool that generates to a salesperson what is known as uh, leads. low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> interest right? Pain, sure. uh, actual need, right? So then what the salesperson's job is to go ahead and convert that into dollars for the company. So we can't use e-commerce because there is zero salesperson in e-commerce. So that's not really, it's a null argument for a, the death match. That it,
0: that it just is on autopilot and completely nullifies one side of the argument. Well, yeah, I, I suppose that is a null argument.
2: <laughs> that's hey, like continue. saying. That's like saying who's the best American player on the Korean football team? There's no American player on the Korean football team. We can't make that argument, right? So all we can do is compare all the Koreans. So I can't. You can't. I can't say that sales versus advertising is better for the e-commerce space. I just, unfortunately, that's not really something I'm allowed to do. I can say, yeah, for the the conglomerate national chains that have already own everything and that are basically the MLM of the advertising space, who Google doesn't sell anything and they make more money than any of us because people like you have been convincing all of us that we need to be throwing our money at them, right? When they could just pay some kid minimum wage to be doing the cold dials and they don't have to pay the multi-level marketing advertising agency to find to, to allow- we own everyone's soul, so why don't you come and buy it from us, right? But the problem is this advertising ultimately has to be converted, which is where sales comes into play. It's making a salesperson's job easier, but if you don't have a salesperson to do it, it can't be done. That's great. All right. All right.
0: Well, we really need to end because it's been what like so long now. Yeah. Uh, do Do we have an hour? We have over an hour. Yeah, we're Excellent. probably at like Hooray. an hour and a Thank half you, or Ryan. something. <laughs> God bless you. I could I, go. I could I go all day. I, I didn't have a clock, so I'm like, are we, gonna, are we gonna go the distance on this thing? Super did it because we, we did it. We made it.
2: <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. <laughs> it just, Round one. Draw. And next week, are penguins really birds? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. I guess you'll have to come back and find out.
1: And if you need IT support and, or our phone and, service. And,
0: and if you if you have any suggestions for a death match you would see, like to see fought out or something that you believe in, then then please call or Facebook or email us and let us know what you want to see slugged out because don't, don't, I, I'd love don't that. Don't call us. Remember, the earth is round, and
1: we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Brian, say bye. 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 Love ya. Love you, too. It was really weird to see Justin, like, <laughs>
0: violently wave his hands at Brian to try to get him to say bye. Sick. Go, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> how was I the one that picked up on that? Yeah, that, that's a good point. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Hey, bye. bye.